Hi, I'm Carrie Hines. Welcome to our Hair Radio podcast series that features special interviews and segments from the Hair Radio Morning Show, Salon TV Network, along with original exclusive content right here and across 10 other top podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Contact us about advertising your products or services or being interviewed at 347-587-3213 or visit us on the internet at hairradio.com. Now sit back and enjoy your Hair Radio podcast presentation. Again, I'm Carrie Hines. Thank you. We're back live. You're listening to the all-new Hair Radio Morning Show. I'm Carrie Hines. It is just about 10 after 8 uh, New York time as we broadcast live. I have to say, uh, my next guest is just a singing superstar, legendary artist. And uh, we're going to get right on in. We've got it for a little bit this morning. So this is a real treat because we're live. And we're going to get into we're going to talk about that a little bit. Uh, it's my honor and my pleasure to welcome the very first time to our show, the amazing Miss Allison Williams. Good morning, Allison. Good morning and welcome. Good morning, Kathy. Yes. How are you? Yes, I am doing just great. We're going to turn tables and, and find out how you're doing this morning on this crazy day here in New York. Well, it's 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 morning. It's very early, you know. Um, <laughs> being a night bird, this is um, yes. I prepared special for this. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank but, you, um, big I, thing. I do love the mornings. I just don't get to see them that often. So <laughs> I thank you for um, you know. I know some people have done more than I'll do all day, and they're not even at work yet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but I have to tell you. I I have to because I was just teasing Allison um, before we got on this morning. I have to say um, I was just saying that we have done. You know, everybody's been on our show, and a lot of these folks you've worked with, and we'll get into a little bit of that. But uh, they've been on our show, and I have never been able to convince them to get up early to do the Hair Radio Morning Show live. Uh, we do amazing interviews with everybody, but they've all been you know pre-taped, scheduled back and forth over time, and you know, and this and that. So uh, when I'm, I got the feedback and uh, you were going to come on live, I said, really? Awesome. Because you guys are always in the studios and you're doing things, you know, you're always out and touring and doing all kinds of things. So, you know, you tend not to necessarily be such an early person, you know, in general. That's, I guess, the stereotype. But I just, I'm I'm grateful to have you. So thank you. You're like uh, one of our first early morning celebrity guests. So welcome I'm so much to the show. A, I'm starting a trend. I'm starting a trend. <laughs> I'm starting a trend. Speaking I'm, I'm of happy trends, to be here. I'm happy to be oh, here. Oh, let me tell you. Well, first of all, and I have to say, it's, you know, just the interviews that we do, they are from the heart. They are true. And uh, just to go back a little bit, one of the things and uh, that just kind of jumps out at me, you are so stylish. And I mean artistically, uh, just creatively, um, you're just deep. You're on many levels. I'm going to say profound. Okay. I got, I'm going to dress it up today. You're just very profound. Well, if, you, if, if, if that is a word you must use, we'll allow it at this time. I thank you thank so you. much. Uh, it is so true. It is so true. I mean, um, I just love everything 
going back to uh, well, first let's just kind of let me just put it on out there because I want folks to know why you're here this morning, and it's not just to, to entertain me. Uh, but um, I want to say Allison Williams has a wonderful new release, Summer Nights in Harlem. Summer Nights, and we're going to get mm-hmm. that on for you guys in just a bit. But tell us a little bit about Summer Nights in Harlem. Well, Summer Nights in Harlem um, was brought to me, the, the the song Summer Nights in Harlem and the flip side. Um, and I know people say flip side. What is she talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the flip side, uh, the romance of you were brought to me by a producer by the name of Maurice Lynch. And Maurice Lynch is the cousin of a mutual friend uh, out mm-hmm. of Michigan, out of Detroit, who I had worked with uh, for years uh, as a stage manager. Uh, when I was doing uh, a lot of plays and traveling yes. across the country and what have you. And um, this gentleman, Maurice, has uh, been doing music for a long time and writing and composing and uh, had live um, live shows, live stage presentations, uh, mostly in the gospel arena. And he was about to put together a show that paid tribute to the Harlem Renaissance and the soul music of, to the jazz of the Harlem Renaissance and the soul music of Motown and how those two, even though they were established miles away, came together to make some of the great music that we know as the backdrop of our lives. And uh, he told, he was told by his cousin, shout out to Mike Lynch in Detroit, that if you need somebody that sings jazz, you need to find Allison Williams. And I thought wow. that was such an incredible you know, compliment, because this man found me and showed up at the, you know, at one of my gigs and said, I'm coming to you because someone said, if I need a jazz singer, I need to find you. And I have some music I need to know if you, you know, consent to um, being a part of this review that I'm writing and this show that I want to mount. And when I heard the music, I knew immediately, Carrie, that this was songs, these were songs that I wanted to sing not only in this man's show, you know, I told him, I'd love to be a part of your production and let's, you know, let's map up the music, but you've got to give, give me the opportunity to record this music for myself. I want to release it, and I want it to have a life of its own. And he agreed. So we uh, decided to collaborate and be co-producers, and he brought this great music uh, to the table, and I brought an all-star cast of uh, personnel and, and uh, musicians, Christian McBride, Kristen Sands, uh, Ulysses Owens, Ron Blake, basically uh, the Christian McBride trio plus the horn, <laughs> um, wow. Kirk Whalum, Ray Chu, Solomon Hicks, uh, uh, oh gosh, Glenn Sneed, just, you know, just Greg Sneed. Everybody. Uh, Ty, yeah, just really wonderful players and, and you know, Basically, those who are considered the young lions of of uh, of our present, you know, situation in jazz and across the board in general. You know, Ray Chu brought some wonderful, wonderful orchestrations. I wanted to play the music. I wanted to do the music that I had been raised on. You know, um, I was raised listening to some really great jazz music and and uh, knowing what that was. And so I said, this is an opportunity. For me to get to sing this music, so that's how the, well, that's how the project came to be. Well, I am loving this, and I have to the, the folks out there. I want to kind of talk a little bit about that. You mentioned being raised on this type of music, on jazz music. 
um, we've got to start with you, you know, being the daughter of an artist, uh, a well-known, respected artist. Uh, please tell everybody who Poppy Booker was and what he meant to you. Well, both of my parents, um, you know, came came in came came through. Uh, yeah, my mother, um, although she ultimately retired from the uh, from the nursing uh, um, arena, she gave up her career as a singer, dancer, actress to raise her daughters. Uh, my father was a jazz trumpet player and a band leader. His name was Bobby Booker. Uh, my mother, like I said, sung and uh, sang and danced and acted. Uh, her name was Shirley Williams, and um, I I, I could not have been born to two more nurturing or more talented individuals, and I'm thankful that they never looked at my choice to follow my dream as well. You know, uh, 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 no, kind of iffy. You're going to school to be a doctor. You're going to be a teacher. You know, they never <laughs> did that. Not to say there's anything wrong with any profession. It's just they allowed me to, um, to like I said, follow my dream. And uh, that makes wow. a big difference, does it not? Yeah, just, it really does. does. That not make it? It really does. Um, you know, I think I just posted something yesterday about that. Behind like every, you know, uh, child is like a every creative child and every. Well, let me find a quote exactly because I don't want to screw that up. But uh, because it was just so profound in how it communicated that essentially it's the parent. The parent is recognizing that special gift that that child has and and knows how to nurture it. And when you come from, mm-hmm. as you just pointed out, two amazingly creative parents, uh, you know it doesn't. It, it just it doesn't get any better than that. I mean, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, and my mom was a nurse too, so I've got to shout out to all those front line. What are they called? Is that not something? Absolutely, absolutely. They almost, they almost had me, Carrie. They almost had Uh me because had it not been for singing, um, you know, I I was like any other kid. I I wanted to be a veterinarian. I wanted to be a nurse. I wanted to be an Olympic gymnast. I wanted to be a figure skater. I wanted all of these (laughs) things. But I, I think more than anything, I, I, I needed to experience the feeling of flight. I needed to experience the feeling of weightlessness. I wanted to fly. A free bird. Um, and, 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 and so these, these singing, I found that singing and dancing and acting gave me the opportunity to do that because I wasn't happy in my surroundings. I mean, no, don't get me wrong. I was raised in the happiest home ever. But the right. surrounding, you know, the other people that I came in contact with, the other uh, uh, experiences, they were a little rough for me um, in terms of just I didn't understand what made me different. I didn't understand why other kids, could, you know, could be mean and, and bullies. And, I, you know, I didn't understand it. So I would pray, God, if I could just fly, then I could not have to endure this. I could so identify with you. You were, you know, I believe, uh, and I read somewhere where I believe you were kind of like me, like a learned person. You enjoyed reading and just very creative and dynamic, even as a young, you know, young child. And I just, um, yeah, I'm just blown away. <laughs> no, that that's not real popular. popular. <laughs> it's not popular. Stop, stop no. raising your hand and having the answers exactly. and, 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 and <laughs> wanting to do extra credit and all of these things. Exactly. You know, it was exactly. just, oh, God. 
I just, I and so, I, I can't even begin to tell you. It's like I'm looking up my life story here. Um, now, yeah. I've got to tell you, that quote, by the way, was behind every young child who believes in himself is a parent who believes first. And someone named Matthew Jacobson said that. And, yeah. uh, you know, and I do believe that because when you have creative parents, uh, I just think it's something that you kind of just pick it up. I don't know if it's osmosis. You just kind of pick it up naturally. And uh, mm -hmm. even, you know, just, as a kid watching my mother go off to work and having to dress in a nursing uniform and it was still dark outside, you know, every day and my father going days? to work. Oh, do I? My mom, it's back incredible. in those days, she, she had to wear a hat. And I had, <laughs> that, oh, they wore the hat and the white stockings. Yes. And I yes, used to have to polish yes. their shoes for her. <laughs> yes. You know, that was oh, my, my job gosh. to polish the little, little so nurse I shoes remember. and make sure. Yes, and they used to use the polish in the blue, blue box. Do you remember that? So I know what you're talking about. Yeah, those are the days. Now, I have to say, Allison, I want to just tell everybody, because I love that you started, uh, you know, doing dance. And to me, your career has been that of a triple threat. Um, you know, tell every we all know that you, you are just an incredible, incredible vocalist, and that's, you know, I, I, I'm sure you hear it all the time. No, but folks may not realize that you have a very strong dance background. Uh, tell us a little bit how that came about and and uh, how did that work into your overall career? Very strong. Um, uh, I, you know, having, having been years before uh, the Dance Theater of Harlem uh, had a brick-and-mortar school, I was studying with Arthur Mitchell in the basement mm -hmm. of the Church of the Masters in Harlem. And um, it was, I, I guess, just ordained that um, after leaving that, that situation, um, as he went off to build and create and bring forth uh, what we know today as the, the dance state of Harlem, um, I was right there when that happened uh, and ended up back there. So, you know, a little kid, maybe three, four, whatever it is, five years old, working with him. And then later on, when I was about, what, eight or nine years old, um, they, they, the school had been built, um, and uh, he took some time off from the Church of the Masters and went on to pursue that. And I became a scholarship student there at the State of Harlem and excelled uh, through to the junior company, um, also uh, dancing with uh, Marie Brooks Children's Dance Company as a result of, of DTH. And just really having some very strong uh, ballet, modern, jazz, ethnic, all the different genres and, uh, and, and disciplines. And um, I was quite happy there um, knowing with, with what I was getting at home that, you know, uh, singing and acting went hand in hand with the dance. So that was always my mindset. I looked wow. at the few images that were available that looked like me, and that's what they were doing. That's what Lola Falana was doing. That's what Pearl Bailey uh. was doing. That's what Darcy Dandridge was doing. That's what Diane Carroll and uh, uh, Harry Belafonte and Sammy Davis were doing. Wow. They were singing, dancing, and acting, and that's what and I that's wanted to do. Well, you have done just that, and we're going to talk more about mm -hmm. the singing folks. <laughs> Uh, if you guys, if you've just joined us, you're listening to the All No Hair Radio Morning Show. I'm Carrie Hines. I've got uh, just an uh, an amazing, legendary uh, performer and artist. It's, it's the only way to describe Ms. Allison Williams uh, with us live on the line. Uh, we're actually live this morning, 
And I have to say, um, you know, one of the things that I read, and just even talking a little bit more about the acting, uh, are folks kind of surprised to see you acting out there? Or is this just, you know, and you've done a lot of acting work. This has not just, you know, been some kind of flash in the pan with acting. You really have applied yourself and all of that. So um, are folks kind of surprised or do they just expect you only to just go sing and, and, and that's it? I don't. I don't think they're surprised, and if they are, it's pleasantly surprised, I hope. But I know that (laughs) I get a feeling of anticipation to, well, okay, this is great. You can act, and you're acting in, 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 you know, okay, so, but now when are you going to sing? You know what I'm saying? And yeah. or if I yeah. if I've been cast into something that is strictly dramatic or comedic, that is strictly uh, theatrical without um, uh, a musical aspect to it, they are um, asking when, where, and how. And it's could tricky, you, are, right? aren't you going to sing? Um, <laughs> they they just don't understand that I can actually just support a performance that is, um, you know. Uh, theatrically based it's not 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 musical you know at its roots so i think that i've experienced that but like i said for the most part if if and when people have seen me act which i hope they're going to get a chance to see a lot more of uh because that is the direction that i'm really moving towards um i hope that they'll be pleasantly surprised and i hope that my work the work that's brought to me the work that is uh, that i'm blessed with um will allow me to continue to grow as an actor I want to be challenged. I want to get better. Well, it, it's you so know? funny that you say that, Allison, because it just reminds me. I was watching Saturday Night Live over the the weekend, and they had on Adele. And before I the saw. show aired, did you see? But we, did, you know, it was not announced that she would actually perform because her was up there. And uh, I, and so I totally felt that I would be disappointed if she did not sing. Something and and you know and I was almost disappointed they, to hear. And they, and they were that, very clever. They worked it into the. They were very clever. And they made it work. It was very clever. Did they not? But to me, I didn't see. I didn't feel maybe because I'm an artist. I didn't feel like I felt if she had decided that she only wanted to host, then that's on her. That you know that's the deal <laughs> she negotiated. If she didn't want to sing, she didn't have to sing. She didn't. She didn't have to sing. Is that not I, something? I, and, and I and I guess um. Yeah, and if she did, I just, I just, I carry, I have some very, um, I have some very um, personal, I guess, uh, is the best word I can think of right now, as early as it is. You know, my brain's not really going to work until later this afternoon, but uh, (laughs) I like Adele's music. I like uh, Adele's voice, but I'm always thrown off when I see a beautiful woman in a gown with a updo and she's really done and she sings and then when she starts to speak she's got potty mouth i don't understand it oh she, well Adele is, we truly we love her music but she is one of those artists and there have only been a few i believe that you really kind of have to separate uh what she's singing you know her talent to and and versus what her you know the personality behind the artist Mm-hmm. And I and totally I, and understand. And I think she doesn't have a good personality. I'm saying no, no, that no. I, I think there's a certain time and place for everything, and sometimes she's crossed the line, and I've been like, okay, now 
did we really come and put all our good Sunday's best on and our good uh, <laughs> opera, opera pumps on to come in here? You talk like we went yeah. to the bar down the street. Yes, she we really. went straight to the bar. That's right. And well, I'm not going to have that this could thing. Maybe, maybe some people even see it as, you know, a, a part of her, you know, a quirk that, that makes her even more the uh, – even more um, – the the uh, I guess yeah say, um, even more delicious and, you know and, because she has exactly. that little thing don't it doesn't work for me but love her I, right you know love her and you know. and you know what that to you I have to say Miss Allison Williams because that is really who you are you are you know class personified in my opinion and when I saw you know I watched quite a bit of your uh, interviews and you're always very um, the word is it's it's like a just a natural sophistication that you have an air about yourself and it just totally separates you from from a lot of the artists and and again we've had quite a few who've been on the show just then some of the folks you've worked with like Melba Moore and and so many others and I was I was reading in some of your and when I did a little deep dive and I saw uh, some of the folks that you had named out there I said well my God we've really traveled in similar circles with you know quite a few of the same folks and. One of the guys out there, in addition to Miss Melbourne and so many others, uh, I saw the name Maurice Hines, and of course we have Maurice, and I have the same last name. And I ran hey. into, Ma- yes, I ran into Maurice years ago, and because uh, this is when Gregory Hines was still alive, and I would because folks have my whole life, oh, you know, uh, are you related to Gregory Hines? That's all I ever heard. And the the you know the family the dancing brothers and all this kind of stuff. Um, I go back a little bit. Okay, I'm just gonna tell you that right now. And so um, when I it's it's really true. When I ran into Maurice and we were out in New York City, and Maurice, I said to him, I said, uh, I said, you know, folks always ask if I'm related to you guys. That's what exactly how I said. I hear it all the time. And this is when Gregory was really popular. And, um, you know, and Maurice was well-known as well. But, um, and he says, he looks at me, and Allison, he says, you tell them yes. That's <laughs> what he said. And he just kept right on dancing. <laughs> and, and I never forgot that, and I just love the energy and just, you know, the, the, they're just rare, these amazing folks out there who could, you know, they've accomplished, they've had a certain level of success and could – you know, walk around, uh, you know, with their head in the air. But uh, they're very down-to-earth, and I have to put you in that category as well. well so uh, let's – yes. I have to uh, give – it's so funny you bring up Maurice. I had an opportunity to uh, to know both of them. As a matter of fact, oh, Gregory wow. has was one of my, 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 my forever crushes. I just – oh, I crushed on Maurice <laughs> as long as Maurice has was on the planet. But uh, what uh, what girl didn't? And um, uh, with Gregory, rather, and Maurice loved him as well, and had had a chance to share yes. a stage with him. And wow. you know, when someone who's as accomplished as uh, those gentlemen, um, when they look at you and and express respect and yes. and 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 speak and pour positivity into you as a performer and encourage you and right. give you the you keep going, you keep doing, you've got what it takes, you've got that thing, that it factor. It really stays with you for a lifetime, and um, and I thank uh, Maurice for that. Um, and Gregory, when he was alive, uh, I just finished watching. There's a new documentary that is uh, in the world uh, called Bring Him Back, 
It's called Bring Them Back. And it is uh it it, it chronicles uh the life of, of Maurice Hines and how he started and the whole family thing with Hines Hines and Dad and his exactly. Broadway group wow. and what the, it's incredible and chock full of information and lots of good people and, and good friends and of course he's there being his ever effervescent and uh, age defiant self, you know. And wow. so I, I just had a chance to watch that um and i and i'm thankful uh for some friends that made sure i was um notified uh, uh for the private showing of it so i implore anybody who gets a chance to see it that they do to bring them back uh more wow. times yeah absolutely well you heard it right here folks awesome well listen um i want to give you just a moment or two to catch your breath um we have to get on this uh I, and i'm just uh, listening to it last night as i'm walking uh, here in the southeastern part of Brooklyn. I'm just uh, walking down the street, just uh, you know, uh, enjoying this song. And and I just have to say, just well, we're gonna get it on for you right now. Summer nights in Harlem, and then after that, I'm so excited. This Oh, thank you so much. Well, this is the just an awesome, awesome spin. song. And I had to had to just get it on. Summer Nights in Harlem by Miss Allison Williams. And I've got to say, after that, I want to talk a little bit about some of these folks that you've uh, you've shared the mics and so forth with and been back up for and worked, uh, you know, in tandem with folks uh, like Curtis Blow and, and Evelyn Champagne King and, and, of course, on Melba and all this. So I want to hear all those wonderful I know you got a couple stories. But first up. We'll go all the first, way back and we'll bring it all the way up. Oh, we go. Oh, thank you, thank you so much, Miss Allison Williams. Stay with us, folks. We've got a lot more of this show to come. Stay with us.
in Harlem And just the thought of you When you said you loved me I promised to be true Time has gone by Oh, but just the thought of you Summer nights in Harlem Make my heart remember you I um, like I said, I'm very excited because although I've been releasing music into, I've been blessed to 
have been able to release music into the universe for a long time now. Um, yeah, it's yeah. always exciting when you hear your first radio spin for a new uh, song. When it's coming uh, back at you, you know, on the airwaves, it's really exciting. Thank so you. I thank you for this opportunity, and um, I'm glad you. to share that experience with you, Carrie. Mm, you know, that, that, that it, last it, line it really just gets me. Oh, I just love really it. Really wonderful. I absolutely love and, it. And, yes. and for me, it's exciting because this is a, this is um, I, I I use the term heart. Uh, this is a heart project for me. This is the music that I've always wanted to sing. This is the music that I was raised on. You know, a lot of my contemporaries, a lot of my peers, you know, they came through the church, and I didn't. That's I came right. uh, came up on the jazz bandstand, as I said. My dad had a 21-piece jazz orchestra and um, was filled with some of the greatest uh, musicians that would go off and perform with the Duke Ellington Orchestra and the Count Basie Band, and they always came back because they knew they had a chair at uh, you know in Harlem, um, and and they were one of the premier bands, the Bobby Booker Band, uh, yeah. the premier uh, society bands of the time for about 25, 30 years running, um, and so that was what really fueled Your me all of my young life. Um, I discovered R&B, I discovered gospel, I discovered all the other genres, but that's what I I listened to the Nancy Wilsons and Ella Fitzgerald is my favorite. Um, Unreal. Carmen McRae, uh, Joe Williams, and all of those great singers that had the opportunity to have great bands behind them. You know what I'm saying? Nelson Riddle Orchestra, Quincy Jones, all, you know all this great music, and that's what I knew. You know that was my that was my my playlist read like that when I was a kid. Um, well, so you were an old soul then. <laughs> yeah, always yes. was, always was, wow. always was singing and listening to music, and I'm obviously comprehending at some point music yes. that was far beyond my years. Um, but that was how it was for me. Um, my mother and father. My mother. Uh, I'm ten years younger than my 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 older sister, so that lets you know I, I came up with a lot of uh, grown yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I was, feel you. You know, they didn't expect me. I showed up. And um, everyone was already 10, 15 years older. I even had older parents. And so, you know, um, that music just, it was, there was nothing that wasn't the norm for me for that. You know how um, I can remember being in the car with kids and cousins and what have you. And when the parent would jump out the car to pump the gas or to go into the drugstore or, yeah. or, to, or to, to get a newsstand, mm-hmm. you'd hurry up and you'd flip that channel. You'd flip it as quick as you could <laughs> from their music That's to what true. you wanted to hear. When, that, when my, people, my my father got out the car, I was fine. It was just, I just wow. left it on, you know. I loved it. It was April in Paris by Count Basie, and that was fine because that's wow. that's the music that I, I knew and um so to be able to do music like this um uh, first of all it makes my heart just i'm just every time i think about it, i want to pinch myself because it's you don't often get a chance to do what you want to do and right. to bring it in, at at a time i think when some beautiful love songs uh, that speak into something beautiful, that that have beautiful chords and changes, and and just uh, mm-hmm. the uh, you know the the musicality and the melody, the melodies. Uh, you, we need that right now. Music is a is a medicine. Music is a bomb, and we need healing right now. So I'm glad to be able to put out music, put music out that not only heals me, but can heal other people. Give you a moment to when that that five minutes of that song gives you a chance to just inhale and exhale and go, 
Ooh, child, it's not as bad as we think it is. And then exactly. when it's over, you go back and you say, oh, heck, yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> let me play the record again. Uh, that's exactly <laughs> But that's what it Actually, like you're, you're me, absolutely you know? right. You're absolutely right. And I have to say, you've been doing just that for many years, you know, keeping us entertained. And you you literally move through the genres as if they're, like, breathing to me. I mean, you know, like, literally. You you can sing anything. And, and you and, have and that you, you, is what I, That is what I tell people. You know, we're celebrating 30 years of, of Just Call My Name, the Raw album. Mm, this is our mm, 30th mm. year anniversary. I don't really remember where I was when the 25th and the 20 took place, but I, I, I had to pull, pull back on the reins. Um, and um, I guess, you know, COVID did the same. And I had to slow yeah. it down a little bit so I could say it out loud and really give myself and my fan base and my supporters a chance yeah. to take that in um, and think about the experience of that music when it first came out, where they were, how it made them feel, how it continues to make them feel. So we're celebrating that. And I always tell people, you know, when they ask me, what do you, know, what, what do you think about your voice in comparison to other singers, whether they're people you know or people you've just had a chance to work with or, or maybe you don't know them at all? What is, what, you know, what do you what do you think? And I always say, God gifted me with a voice, but it wasn't so much the voice as it was he gifted me with the ability. He gifted me with diversity. He gifted me with the ability to sing anything I want and to sing it yeah. authentically. So when I sing jazz, it feels like jazz. And when I sing R&B, it feels like R&B and soul It's because it's from the soul. When I sing gospel, it feels like a testimony, you know. Um, it doesn't always have to have a whole bunch of curls and a whole lot of runs, but it, it speaks the truth. And that's what people, that's, that's what affects people because it gives them a certain feeling. Um, I was I was really um, blessed to be uh, mentored by uh, our, our our mother, our, 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 you know, I'd say the nation's mother, uh, Dr. Maya Angelou. And yes. she often has, would say, um, people may not remember everything about you and the things you said and so on and so forth, but they will always remember how you made them feel. That's right. That's right. And that's what I want. I want to touch people through my music and make them feel, whether they feel like crying or laughing or smiling and reminiscing or pondering the future. I want them to feel. I want something inside of them to move. Let me tell you something. It stirs. <laughs> it stirs. It it I'm and, and and if you have ears, you can hear. <laughs> you know, Miss Allison Williams can sing, okay? Uh I have to say, um and 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 I want to just mention that, you know, going back just for a quick second, um I know that you were like one of the first uh, artists and certainly I believe one of the the first uh, female R&B artists signed to Def Jam. And I remember when Montel did our show years and years ago. This is when he had the big, he was on Def Jam and had the big, uh, this is how we do it for him. He was telling us about early days at Def Jam, but I think you preceded him. So uh, what was that like? Had it, had, it, yeah. had it not been for myself and my um, my label mates, Chuck Stanley, Orange Juice Jones, and Tayshawn Rashad, yeah. Had it not been for them, um, there would not have been an R&B division of Def Jam. We established wow. the R&B division of Def Jam, as well as being cornerstone-laying founding members of Def Jam. 
And when I say that, I mean, you know, there was a time before there was a brick-and-mortar building that uh, Russell and the artists that he was trying to gather into his arsenal, we, you know, we, we sat down and we were asked, and, and our, opinion, our opinions uh, made up what became our company colors and our logo. And and and, the, and 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 so on and so forth. So we we laid all that down. You know, we were there from the very very beginning. We we popped out the egg. And um, wow. prior to that, you know, uh, Russell had been managing Curtis Blow. Curtis Blow was the person who introduced me to Russell. And through our collaboration, I began. I was his um, I was his contractor and his hook girl. So Curtis was doing big things as the king of rap. Well, everybody and everybody what we a hook girl is. Doing film and 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 all kinds of things, and there I yeah. was with him. Um, Curtis didn't realize that he had a that he had an adult audience that accepted and really enjoyed his music and his style and his storyline very much. Like um, I think by the time Will Smith came along, you know, uh, uh, an adult audience was much more on board with rap. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't strange exactly. and it wasn't going to go away and it was shifting a culture. Right. Um, well, Curtis didn't realize that all that was happening. And because I was working in nightclubs all across the New York City area and beyond, I was at the cellar and I was at McKell's and I was at Sweetwater's. I was with the grown people, <laughs> the grown and sexy, oh and they were loving on him. So I had an opportunity to take him into that environment, and then he took me to the disco fever. And I was, wow. you know, began to, you know, find my root there in what would become hip-hop, uh, because rap was what we had. And um, he would take me into the studio, and a lot of people may, not, may or may not know, but I am the voice behind some of the most iconic um, rap music that actually started, not only changed the game, but started the game. Uh, songs well, like I basketball. Know you. Yes, that, 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 I know that is a line by you in there. I can hear that. We're, so, we're playing yeah. basketball, and uh, If I Rule the World, long before Lauren Hill recorded it, that was my, my work. Um, uh, the Fat Boys, people may not remember them because they no, don't we, exist anymore. Uh, we remember but, the Fat Boys. <laughs> but Fat Boys, Fat Boys are back, Rapping Rod, Rodney Dangerfield, You Gotta leave, Believe by Love Bug Starsky. It was just... Anything that was being done back then, rap-wise, I somehow had a, a, a hand in it uh, on the vocal end. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And it led me to being able to work with more mainstream artists like Melbourne Moore, we mentioned, like yes. Evelyn King, uh, with, with oh, the, uh, the producers of the day, were like Kashif and, and, uh, yes. and um, Amazing. oh, my goodness, who else? Oh, my oh, head is so early you, in the morning. What, <laughs> Come on in time. Well, we got you. Know we, you have been doing an amazing job this morning because it is early, and you have just been bringing it with the live talk today. I have to just, you know, say, uh, folks, again, uh, we've been chatting with Allison Williams. She's been kind of really filling us in her new big hit in my uh, world out there. And it's Summer Nights in Harlem. You guys listened to it a little while ago right here on our show. Um, and I have to say, you you kind of just, you know, you took us back a little bit to the Def Jam days, and that's wonderful. Yeah. Um, Allison, before we go, what's what's coming up for you? We want folks to get this uh, wherever you buy your music. Let me just make it real clear. Summer Nights in Harlem, please pick it up. I go to Amazon for my music, but I'm also on Spotify and everywhere. 
Uh, always looking for music wherever you get your music from, Summer Nights in Harlem. And also, I was also able to get a couple other songs. I went in and went crazy and got the, the romance <laughs> of you, uh, which, you know, you mentioned about the flip side, so I want to get that in real quick. Tell us a little, because this is also the amazing song when you hear this, uh, the Romance of You song, and I just love these songs. Please tell us a little bit real quickly about The Romance of You, and then I'll let you go. The Romance you of You is what I call the quintessential love ballad. It's slow, it's quiet, it's mm. easy, and it feels like a conversation. Um, it just feels like someone holding your hand, um, not singing at you, but singing to you. Do you know what I mean? Um I I I can remember listening um, once again, going all the way back to my parents' record collection. Many of the uh, great American song uh, type of type of songs or songs of that era, um, back in the big band days and so on and so forth. They wrote um, these uh, pre verses or uh, that 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 would um, come before the actual song uh, as we came to know it, and then they would be. Uh, they would use them for films or, or, or maybe even Broadway plays. And then as the songs kind of um, became popular, sometimes those, those, um, those pre-verses were lost. And so you don't know that Misty has a, has a, uh, has a pre-verse or Funny Valentine. has a, We just know it from My Funny Valentine. But there's yeah, a whole yeah. musical interlude that happens with lyrics all, before that even comes. It kind of sets up the song. So I was so happy to have a song that did that. So in Romance of You, you know, it tells, you know, when I'm down and I'm feeling blue. I just oh, they're listening to it as well right you. now in the background yeah. there. Oh, oh wonderful. my God. And, you know, yes. and, so, and it just tells a story. There's not many things that I need in this world. I don't care about the riches. I don't care about the trappings. All I need is the romance of you. I just need it you. It gets no better than that. I just need you. It gets no better than that, I have yeah. to say. Well, let me tell you, we have got to have you come back. I want to ask you about the the the, the all the the you know your early start with the group and you know all so many things that we didn't get a chance to chat about today. Oh, there's so much but to talk about, but I'm there so glad. That, you know, I can't believe an hour has gone so quickly. Um, <laughs> and we're doing so yes. much, you know. Um, yes. With like I said, with the new music, as you said, it's on all musical platforms, and I hope that people will yes. please go out. And support live music, support the music, um, um, because right now uh, with COVID is being hit so hard, uh, especially the entertainment um, and, and theater arts industry. We are seeing, um, you know, a, a lot of um, a lot of suffering um, as a result of not being able to do what it is that we do. And it goes all the way from, you know, not just the singer on stage, but somebody has to uh, open that club and turn on those lights. And run the sound, and 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 serve a drink, or bring a plate of food, or or, or sweep it up late at the end, you know. So there's a whole. Or if you're on, it's it's there's an usher that's that's not ushering, and a and a ticket person who's not handing your tickets, or you know pulling the curtain open. There's a there's a band that's not in the pit. It's a lot, you know. What I mean, they're right. producers and and writers and and all and makeup artists and wardrobe people and and and. Uh, and behind-the-scenes people, you know what I mean? Just, it's so exactly. much right now. So all I'm asking is that they'll go out and and and, uh, and support, you know, um, and um, and, it, and, it, and it'll help. Every little bit helps. So we ask Whoa. that they support and 
and keep their eyes open. Like I said, I'm celebrating 30 years of Just Call My Name. Yay. I'm celebrating five years with my own radio show. Um, yes. Uh, just like you, I, I have a microphone that uh, that I I love to keep open and I love to keep hot. And um, yes. on Tuesday nights from 3 to 10, they can catch uh, Love Notes with Allison Williams in the Chill Zone on uh, WHDR. We're going to have to have to do some cross-content. Yes, we got to do some cross-content. I got to come back. I got to come back. I want to say thank you to you. We have about 60 seconds to go. Summer Nights in Harlem, you need to get this. The Romance of You, Miss Allison Williams. She's doing her thing out there. We also want to shout out her team, her amazing folks, uh, Double Exposure folks, and Mr. Amazing, Mr. Angelo. We just love him and He's Kevin and, and the whole team. Angelo Thank you. Angelo awesome. ever so elevated. Is he not? And Kevin Goins uh, we'll, as well. We'll, yes. we'll talk. Yes, I love him. He is, he's. I can't say anymore. Listen, you just, thank you, Miss Williams. Thank you so much. The amazing Miss Allison Williams. Please get her music today. Thank you so much, and we'll we'll kind of follow your career and see where what's next and all these wonderful things. Again, Allison Williams, you have a wonderful day, folks. We're going to go ahead and get our outro started. All right, thank you. All right, folks, here we go. Here's our outro. It's that time again to wrap up today's edition of the Hair Radio Morning Show. Remember, the show doesn't end here. Playback any part of today's broadcast or any of our recent 500 shows on our very own free downloadable Salon TV Network app. A big thank you to my awesome co-hosts, Miss B and Purple Barbie, and to all of our great guests, on advertisers, again. the entire team at Hair Radio, and most importantly, you for tuning in. We know that you have many choices in the morning. And we're honored that you started your day with Hair Radio. I'm Carrie Hines. We'll see you back here on the next show. Make it a great